Well, good morning. Um, like Rose said, my name is Mackenzie Bird, and I'm really excited to be here with you this morning. Um, I'm on staff with Campus Outreach, and I work at the College of Charleston. Um, I actually graduated from Charleston Southern in 2011, and so I'm in my fourth year now on staff at the College of Charleston. Um, just to get started this morning, or I guess before we get started, um, I really wanted to read some verses from Psalm 119, and these are just verses that I've been praying um, over the last few days, just that they would be true for you and also for myself. And so I'm going to start out by um, reading Psalm 119, verses 9 through 16. Uh, it says, How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips I declare all the rules of your mouth. In the way of your testimonies I delight as much as in all riches. I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. I will delight in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Um, and I'm just going to pray one more time. Um, Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for your word. Um, I thank you that um, it's how you speak to us, and I thank you that it's how we can keep our way pure. Um, God, I pray so that encourage you. even this morning that you would just teach us what it means um, to meditate on your word and that you would just give us a desire to do it uh, and that it would just allow us to know you more, God, and to be more like you. Um, and so I lift up the women in this room, um, myself as well, and I pray, Lord, that you would just make this true for us. Um, and pray these things in your name. Amen. Um, well, as women, um, I don't know about, about you, but for me, sometimes I really struggle with my thoughts. Um, I really struggle with what I'm focusing my mind on, and um, I would say probably all the time, what's going on in my mind um, is a direct, a direct reflection of my actions. Um, and my actions, well, I guess my actions reflect what's going on in my mind, um, my thought process. And so uh, I wanted to start this morning off looking at Romans 12, 2. Uh, let's see, where did it go? It says, uh, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Uh, and so, as you can see, uh, the title of the talk this morning is uh, Mind Your Own Business. Um, and this is the vital importance of scripture memory and meditation. Uh, and so sometimes I feel like when we have a topic like scripture memory or meditation, um, it can be kind of confusing um, or it can even um, kind of sound, it's just not something that we necessarily want to think about because it's hard. And so I know in my mind, uh, sometimes it's like, okay, scripture memory. Um, and I kind of want to tell someone, well, mind your own business. <laughs> um, but what I want to talk about this morning is how, um, what goes on in our minds, that, that is our business. And we um, have an opportunity with scripture memory and scripture meditation um, to reorient the way um, that we live our lives by reorienting, re reorienting our minds um, through scripture. So um, 
personal experience. Uh, I don't know about you, all, all you women, but for me, um, memory memorizing anything has always been difficult. Um, school was never one of my favorite things. Um, I always loved doing the projects, things like that. Um, memorization was very hard for me. And so after becoming a Christian, um, I became a Christian in college, and I had done some scripture memory uh, when I was younger. I grew up in a Christian home. I went to a Christian school, second through eighth grade. And so there was a lot of scripture memory involved. And um, it was something that I was always very fearful of because I wasn't, I wasn't good at it. It was difficult. Um, and so anytime I had to memorize multiplication tables or memorize um, vocabulary or memorizing scripture, um, it was something that I was just very fearful of and caused a lot of anxiety for me. And so after becoming a Christian, um, I think saw a need for scripture memory and scripture meditation. And so um, thankfully, through going on uh, a summer beach project with Campus Outreach, um, they taught me a lot of tools um, and ways, <clears throat> excuse me, to practically uh, memorize scripture. And so this morning, um, first I want to kind of talk about the whys. Why would we even um, take the time to do scripture memory? And then kind of at the end, want to give you some practical tools uh, of how to do that and to make that um, maybe easier or more realistic for your life. So we've already, I've already kind of mentioned some things, um, but think for a minute, what are some barriers uh, that might um, be in the way of memorizing scripture? And we'll get a little interactive here. So what are maybe some barriers for you that maybe you've um, said before, or maybe a place that you're in right now? Barriers to scripture memory. Time. It takes time. So it's, I don't have enough time to memorize scripture and add that into everything else that I'm trying to do. What else? Focus. focus. Yeah, it takes, it takes focus. It takes intentionality. Um, and that's something that I feel like is very difficult. And our culture doesn't really allow for that, um, especially with social media. And I'm I don't know this personally, but as a mom, I'm sure there's a lot of distractions, and so it's hard to focus and be intentional. Um, what are maybe some other barriers? Yeah, that's a great one. Not knowing where to start. The <laughs> the Bible, it's so big. Where do you, I mean, where do you, where do you even begin with knowing what to memorize, how to do it, things like that? Um, well, those are some great those are some great, um, great thoughts, and I think things that I've definitely encountered, and I think that probably all believers uh, have to face um, these different barriers. So, well, um, as we're as we're getting started, I wanted to take a look at some definitions um, that we're gonna. I feel like will help us as we're looking at scripture memory and meditation. Um, so the first definition is the mind, and all these definitions are from um, Merriam-Webster. So the mind, um, the element or complex of elements in an individual that feels, perceives, thinks, wills, and especially reasons. Um, so the definition for think, to form or have in the mind, to have as an intention, uh, to call to mind, to have as an expectation, uh, to exercise the powers of judgment, conception, or inference, um, to have the mind engaged in reflection. Um, memorize, to commit to memory, to learn by heart. 
um, and then meditate to engage uh, in contemplation or reflection, reflect on or ponder over, to plan or project in the mind. Um, and so as we take a look at these definitions, I think for me it was just helpful, I think, to see um, when we think about our minds and we think about our thoughts, um, as you can see with the mind, I, I bolded some things in these definitions that I think really stuck out to me. Um, I think in our minds we, we reason a lot. And um, as we're thinking, uh, it's things that we're calling to mind. It's, it's how our expectations are set. And so as I was saying earlier, these things play into our, how, we, how we act, um, how we respond in certain situations. Um, and so I truly believe that if we are not renewing our minds and if we are not centering our minds around Christ, then um, the way that we reason, the way um, that we react, um, the expectations that we have of ourselves, the expectations that we have of our friends and of our family, um, if they're not, if, if that's not centered on Christ, then our, ex then our actions are not going to be um, centered around Christ. Um, and also, I think too, I don't know about you, but I feel like constantly throughout the day, um, I'm just attacked by lies, um, lies from this world, um, lies from Satan, lies uh, maybe even from others around us. And it's very easy to let those things take control of our minds and let those things take control of our thoughts. Um, memorize, that's pretty simple to commit to memory, but I love the last part, um, to learn by heart. Because I think it's one thing to um, just memorize some words and be able to spit them back out, but to really learn it by heart um, and for it to really be um, impressed upon our hearts, I think that's a whole, a whole nother um, ball game. Um, and so, and then to meditate. I think this is sometimes when we hear the word meditate. It, I think we're hesitant because we think of you know yoga or mm, you know meditation. Um, but uh, you know, and the difference is like in yoga, you're clearing, you're meditating to like clear your mind. Um, whereas when we're meditating on scripture, we're filling our minds. And so just the idea of meditating and really wrestling with um, the text and uh, really trying to understand what God is uh, saying to us, because sometimes the Bible is hard to understand. And uh, so I think that, which I'm very thankful that we serve a God that is higher than us, that his thoughts are higher than ours and his ways are higher than our ways. Um, and so I'm thankful that I don't fully understand when I first look uh, because I, I want to serve a God that is, that is higher, that is stronger and more powerful. Um, but I think he wants us to use our minds to meditate and to really engage. Um, and, and I think, too, as we meditate, um, I like that last part, to plan or project in the mind. So as we're meditating, that is going to um, you know, be how we plan or project things um, in our lives. So we're not going to spend a whole lot on this next part, although it's extremely important, um, just because my talk is not on God's Word. It's on um, the memorization and meditation of God's Word, but I think it's very important that we look and uh, see what is God's Word. Why would we spend time um, memorizing something? You don't memorize something unless it's important um, to you or useful information. Um, so in Psalm, 
So the first thing is that God's word is sweeter than honey um, and more desired than gold. So, and that's in Psalm 19.10. And it says, more to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold, sweeter also than honey, the drippings of the honeycomb. And so the second point is that God's word is uh, breathed out by God. And so, in, um, see, 2 Timothy 3, um, 16 says that all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. Um, the third thing we see is that God's word is living and active. And we find that in Hebrews uh, chapter 4, verses 12, verse 12. And it says, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of the soul and of spirit, of joints, and of marrow, uh, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Uh, the fourth thing we see that uh, God's word uh, accomplishes his purposes. And in Isaiah um, chapter 55, um, verse 11, it says, it's God speaking, and he says, So shall my word be um, that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed uh, in the thing for which I send it. Um, and then lastly, uh, God's word is necessary for faith. Uh, and so if we look at Romans chapter 10, um, verse 17, it says, So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. Uh, and so this is not an exhaustive list. Um, there are many, many more uh, things that we could say about God's word. Um, but these were just five that I feel like were really important and really play into why, would he, why we would even want to memorize scripture. Um, and so, let's see here. Um, I wanted to take just a, a minute to look a little bit, zoom in on one of the verses that we looked at. Uh, and I really, this is a passage that Psalm 19 um, I would really encourage you to, to look at that later on, um, maybe today or sometime this week. And this is just a passage that I go to if I'm really ha having a hard time uh, desiring to read God's Word or I see that I'm not really understanding the importance of God's Word. Um, so I'm just going to read this, and it says, The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey, the drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned. In keeping them, there is great reward. Who can discern his errors? Declare me innocent from hidden faults. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and innocent of great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my God, my rock and my redeemer. Um, and I just, I just love this passage. Um, there's just so much that is rich and so much truth and uh, I think really helps us see just the importance of God's word. Um, and I, I just love the end. Um, 
where it just says, keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Um, And then at the end where it says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Um, So next we're going to talk about uh, kind of moving into why it's important. Um, So the first thing, the first reason is that Jesus did it. And so I think a really great place to start in our um, walks with the Lord uh, is to look and see what was Jesus's example. What did he do? And um, I just really love um, this example. So it's in Matthew chapter 4. And you may be familiar with when Jesus is tempted by Satan. Um, And so I'm just going to read these verses. It's Matthew chapter 4. Um, verses 1 through 11, and it says, Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city And set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against the stone. Jesus said to him, Again it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Again the devil took him to a very high mountain, and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these I will give you, if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Be gone, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and were ministering to him. And so I just really, I love how um, Satan comes to Jesus and he's tempting him. And Jesus um, uses scripture to defend himself against Satan. And um, it was cool when I was reading this section um, and went back and found the verses that Jesus quoted to Satan. Um, and so when he says, man shall not live on bread alone, you can turn back to Deuteronomy 8, 3 and see where Jesus quoted it and so on and so on. Um, and so I just, I think it's an example to us um, in fighting the lies and fighting temptation um, and different things. We, we use scripture um, to do that. And yes, you can read it, um, you know, you can read it from your Bible, but sometimes you may not have your Bible right there with you. Um, and sometimes you need to just be able to um, call that to mind. And so I think that would be the first reason why um, it's important for us to um, memorize um, scripture and meditate on it. Um, the second reason is that we're commanded to. Um, And Deuteronomy 6, 6 and 7 says, And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise. Um, And also in Colossians 3, 16, um, it says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Um, And so I think it's 
it's pretty clear here, and there's many there's many other verses um, that command us to um, memorize scripture and to meditate on it. And I just love the phrase, "Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly," um, and just the the thought of it. Um, again, I think this goes back to it being something that's impressed on your heart, not just words that you've you know memorized and um, move on, but it, it dwells in you richly um, and it's active in your life. Um, the next reason, um, there's also many benefits. So yes, we are commanded to do it. Um, it's a command. It's something we're asked to do. Um, but there are so many benefits. Um, it, it allows us to um, overcome worry and anxi- anxiety. Um, it allows us to experience victory over sin. It allows us to fight lies. Um, I think it gives us an, a deeper understanding of God um, and who he is. Um, it allows us uh, to be in communication with the Lord. So, you know, we talk about praying, and usually, you know, when we're praying, we're kind of talking the whole time. Um, but Scripture is the way that God speaks to us. Um, he speaks to us to it through his word. And so um, we can read his word and hear from him. Uh, but if we have Scripture memorized, we can be communicating with the Lord throughout the whole day. Um, and he can bring to mind his own words that he wrote for us from the Bible that we have um, memorized. Um, And then also we can use it uh, as encouragement to others. And, you know, sometimes we're caught off guard. You know, we might come in uh, contact with someone who is really struggling and they need some encouragement. Um, And, you know, if you have scripture memorized, then you can share that with them on the spot. Um, And, I think, too, I didn't put this one up here, but I think for me as well, I think one thing that um, scripture memory and meditation has been helpful for is even just in my prayer life. And so sometimes I don't really know what to pray. Um, And so I think it's good to start with scripture, and that can be a way that we can get the conversation started um, in a sense, with the Lord, and even just saying his words back to him, because he is worthy of that, because he is perfect and holy and good, and so are his words, and so when we don't know where to start, um, it's a wonderful place to start. Um, so I think, too, um, I think as moms, you have um, an extraordinary um, opportunity uh, and responsibility to help instill this into your children. And um, so in the handouts for today, because um, I'm, I'm not a mom, and so I don't have um, personal experience in this, um, but there are some really great blogs out there um, from moms. Um, and so I was looking at some of those, <clears throat> and there's one that I came across that... Um, I really, I really liked, and so it's it's in your your handout. Um, and the lady who writes it is Leslie Howell, and her blog is called um, Missional Motherhood. And so I just wanted to read a little bit of that um, to you, kind of the first few paragraphs here. And it says, um, over the course of the past 27 months since our son was born, I've read him numerous books, many of which I can now quote to him. I never set out to memorize Little Blue Truck or brown bear, brown bear, but after the day in and day out of reading these books to him, they just stuck. Excuse me. 
I'm sorry. It says, uh, this got me thinking. How much more important is it that we as moms daily store up scripture so that it too will stick? Um, we can then pass on the beauty of scripture memorization to our children. Ephesians 6.17 tells us to take up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Our sword, God's word, is what we use to fight off the lies of the enemy. It's our job as moms to prepare our children and help them sharpen their swords um, in order for them to be ready to fight when the battles start raging and the lies start coming. Memorizing scripture isn't necessarily easy, especially uh, at my age these days, but I've come to realize more and more it is essential. It's our way of developing a biblical worldview and helping our children look at everything through the lens of God's word. Um, and so one of the verses that we looked at earlier um, was um, in Deuteronomy chapter 6. And um, I'm going to turn back to it again. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 6 and 7. And it says, These words that I command um, you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. And so, again, um, like I said, I think you have a, an incredible opportunity and responsibility as moms um, just to incorporate this into, um, into your lives and into your children's lives um, because you're setting your children up for success um, in walking with the Lord. And I know for me, like I said, I grew up in a Christian home and I grew up going to a Christian school. And even though I wasn't a believer at that time, um, when I did come to faith my sophomore year of college, um, it was incredible just the foundation that had been laid. And now going back and, um, you know, maybe I have to read the verses again and, you know, they don't naturally, they don't just come to my mind immediately, but um, that foundation is there and those verses that my parents um, instilled in me at a young age um, have really been a foundation for my walk with God that impact me even today. Um, so the question you might be asking is, um, how do we do it? How do we, um, memorize scripture? How do we meditate on scripture? Um, and so Joshua 1, 8 says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Um, and so we're going to get into some more practical, um, some more practical tools, um, but I just love the first part of it, that it shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night. Um, and I think, I think what I found over the last, um, I guess, few years or so in really trying to make uh, scripture memory a part of my life is that it does take intentionality. Um, you don't just wake up one morning and have scripture memorized. <laughs> And so it definitely does take work, um, and it takes intentionality, um, and it does take time, but I've found that um, scripture memory and scripture meditation can really happen um, just as you're going throughout your day. Um, yes, there may need to be some time that you, you know, carve out, um, maybe, maybe five minutes a day that you carve out, and you're sitting and just really engaging in that, but then it's something that can continue um, throughout your day. And so 
um, from another one of the blogs that I uh, stumbled across in my research. Um, there's, it's, it's in, your, in your handout, and it's 10 scripture memory tips. Um, and so we're just going to kind of go through these, and then I'm also going to kind of as we go through these, give you some of my own tips that I've learned along the way. Um, so the first one that she says, she says, take your weekly memory verse with you wherever you go. And so that's something that I like to do, um, either having it on like a note card um, or something along those lines and just really taking it with you wherever you go. And if you think about it, um, you know, I feel like we're always, or at least for me, uh, one thing that I've had to kind of think about is how much time do I spend on social media, on, um, you know, different things or even just wandering thoughts um, where I'm just kind of sitting there and not really doing anything intentional with my with my thoughts. But if I'm taking my memory verses with me wherever I go, um, she says, review it at every stoplight. Um, so that could be one practical, practical thing that you could do. Um, this is something that I definitely do. Number two, tape your memory verse card to your bathroom mirror. Um, and I would go as far to say, and she, well, I'll go ahead and read um, number three as well. It says, put your memory verse on the back of your cereal box. Um, and I think later on, um, or maybe it's just there too, but I, I would say put it, put them everywhere. <laughs> I have them on my mirrors. I have them on doors. Um, she says, put it on your cereal box to, you know, so you can look at it on the box while you're eating your breakfast or put it, you know, by your kitchen sink while you're doing dishes or put it, put it somewhere where you will see it regularly. I put them in my car on the dashboard or um, wherever you're going to look at it, where it's going to jog your memory throughout the day. Um, number four, she says, choose a family member or friend who may need encouragement and ask them if you can practice saying your memory verse out loud to them. Um, so that could be a way for you to practice your memorization, but then also using it as a way to encourage someone else. Um, and that's something um, just kind of along those same lines. If I'm trying to memorize a scripture, um, I try to integrate it into as many aspects of my life as possible. So I try to pray that verse, you know, if I'm praying or in an encouragement, um, you know, maybe text someone and send them that verse as an encouragement, or if I'm talking to someone, use that verse as an encouragement. But that week, I try to use that verse in context as many times as possible, um, because I think the more that you use it, the more it's going to become real to you, and it's not just going to be words you're memorizing, but it, it will become um, impressed upon your heart. Um, number five, she says, write your memory verse on a three-by-five card and repeat it three times out loud. So just repetition is such a good key um, or such an important part of scripture memory. Um, and I think, I think the key there too is out loud. Cause I think sometimes we try to like memorize things just silently in our heads and sometimes it kind of gets lost or it doesn't become <clears throat> as like as real or concrete to us. So saying it out loud, and that could also be a good thing to do with your, with your kids, with your family. Um, number six, I really like number six. Um, make your memory verse the new lyrics of one of your favorite songs or make up your own tune. Um, and so that's what I know on my summer beach projects uh, before we've, we've actually come up, we've made like raps, so uh, scripture memory raps <laughs> and, um, or you know, songs or even hand motions, especially for kids, that, that's a great way or for yourself. I know for me, that's really helpful. Um, 
And so make it fun, make it, and if you think about it, how many songs do we know all the words to? Um, I remember as a kid, my friend Elizabeth and I, we would always, you know, play songs and we'd put it on repeat, you know, until we knew every single lyric to every single, every single word to all the lyrics. And so um, do that with scripture memory as well. And um, if you, even if you go on like YouTube and you just type in scripture memory, um, there's so many fun and like really cool songs that have scripture in them and you could have them and I you know they even sell I know they even sell them like CDs and different things too that you could play in the car but um, and the videos are cool though because they're pretty interactive and um, so those are those are good ways to learn scripture memory Um, yes right Okay. Mm. And I just looked it up on the phone, and um, you can still order through Amazon. Oh, cool. They were out of that one of the best ways for me and our children to learn scripture memory was through Steve Green's Hide Them in Your Heart. Hide Them in Your Heart. And it's two different CDs. That's great to know. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Also yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's brand new good game. It's called Slugs and Bugs. I know that's not really your. <laughs> Mm. than anything else has and my, my kids can just uh, repeat them back and it's really creative music too I like the Steve Green one too it's just this, um, don't think it's available on Amazon but if you can Google it uh, Slugs and Bugs Sing the Bible mm. um, and he's I, I just love him, he's a great artist and what's his name again? Randall Goodgame and he uh, his collaborator on it is Andrew Peterson who's a little bit more well known in contemporary Christian Those are great suggestions. That was one of the ones I saw on YouTube. Now that you mention it, okay. Seeds family worship. Um, number seven. This is one that's been really helpful for me. Um, if and she says if the verse is long, or if you're memorizing more than one verse, um, spend Monday through Wednesday learning the first half of the memory verse, and then the rest of the week learning the last part. And I know sometimes, like if it's a bigger chunk, sometimes it's intimidating or it's just really hard to process and to memorize all of it at once. So kind of breaking it up into chunks, you know, using the first few days for the first half and the second few days for the second half. Um, number eight says, write your memory verse on a three by five card and tape it to your kitchen sink. So that's the one I was looking for earlier. Um, number nine, at dinner time, write your verse on a three by five card and pass it around the table. Um, have each person read it out loud, um, then go around the table and see who can say it without looking at the card. Um, and then number 10, um, set goals to memorize uh, complete chapters, such as Romans 8, Psalms 139, etc. Um, so I wouldn't necessarily suggest starting there. Maybe start with one verse and then kind of work your way up, but I would encourage you to challenge yourself um, in this. And I think that actually learning chapters are sometimes easier than learning a lot of different random verses because they flow together. And so it's a lot more, it, it just has such a better flow, and so it just makes more sense when you're when you're speaking it, when you're remembering it. Um, so a couple of other just tricks that I've learned in the past, um, if you take a like sandwich bag or just a plastic Ziploc bag 
and you put um, like a card down in there and you wet the back of the bag, stick it in the shower. Um, and so while you're showering, because um, I know for me sometimes in the shower, it's like you have so much time to just, your mind to just wander, you know, you're just showering. So might as well use that as time to um, memorize scripture or meditate on scripture. Um, and then another, I guess another like tool that I've used um, that is very, very helpful for me. Uh, I think first of all, when you're memorizing a verse, making sure that you understand the context. So understand what it's really trying to say. Um, even utilizing what Jordan shared about last week, um, even if you don't do it in depthly, but the observing what what is this verse actually? What is it saying? And how, what does it what does it mean? And what does this mean to my life? Maybe even just taking five minutes to do that, um, and just getting a better understanding of what the verse is trying to say, and then then memorizing it. Um, but a trick that that has really been helpful for me. Um, so this may look kind of confusing at first, but so if you take uh, first of all, to I would if you have never memorized any scripture before and you're looking for somewhere to start, I think that this verse is the best place to start. Um, 2 Timothy 3.16, um, all scriptures breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, um, and for training in righteousness. And so um, if you take the first letter of every word, um, and that's what I've done down here, um, and you kind of put it in order, then it kind of gives you like a little cheat sheet. So it's kind of an in-between. Um, so, you know, you can see, you know, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for proof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. Oh, I forgot I put an N instead of an R. That should be an R. <laughs> but um, it's just really helpful because then you know, and I usually do, I'll put, I'll put, um, you know, the verse on one side of the card, and then I'll put the letters on the other side of the card, and so that way it's right there, and so it's like, if I get halfway through, and I'm like, oh, I can't remember that, that word, and I'll flip back over and look at it, and then you can, you know, flip it back over, and so that, for me, has really been um, extremely, extremely helpful, um, so, for what it's worth, but, um, well, I hope this morning, um, more than anything, uh, like I said, there's so many tools online. Um, even I was on Pinterest. You know, if you go to Pinterest, if you go to YouTube, if you just Google it, um, if you just Google Scripture Memory, there's some incredible, very creative ideas. There was this one thing that even they took, like, blocks, like the big Legos, and they had one word on each Lego, and so you could, like, put together the verse. Oh, that doesn't it might not make sense, but all that to say that there's just a lot of really creative ideas um, for kids and even um, for yourselves on scripture memory, a lot of resources. Um, but I hope my prayer is, um, what you got out of this morning, is just the importance and just the opportunity that we have in scripture memory. Um, I guess it's just my prayer for you all and for myself that we wouldn't see scripture memory as a burden or as a duty but that we would see it as an opportunity and a delight um, in knowing God, um, honoring him with our lives, um, becoming more like him, encouraging others. Um, like we talked about, just the list is, is endless. And um, so that's just my prayer this morning, that we would just see the importance um, of it and uh, even just get some, some practical tools of how, how to do it. Um, 
Rose, do you know if Mark had a baby? Okay, so um, there's going to be some discussion questions, but I'm going to, there's a video clip from John Piper that kind of sums up everything I just said, and he does it in just very good words and slightly intense, John Piper. But um, it's just really, it's really good. It's about three minutes long. So I'm going to have Rose play that, and then, um, and then we'll have some discussion questions um, for you ladies. So. Do you accept old earth and evolution? If not, it's okay. No, it's okay. You know what, Rose, that's okay. I'll just, I'll just encourage, what? Okay. Let's pray. Father, my simple prayer is that Bethlehem, these many people, would taste and see that your word is more precious than gold, even much fine gold, and that it is sweeter than honey and drippings from the honeycomb. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners. Okay, sorry, we had some technical difficulties um, and the wrong clip. So, but I would just encourage you, if you look up John Piper, um, and then type in scripture memory, and the one that came up, there's like a 47-minute sermon, <laughs> or there's like a three-minute clip, <laughs> and the three-minute clip is, I mean, I'm sure the sermon's great, too. Listen to that if you have time, but if you only have three minutes, um, I would encourage you to listen to that, and he really just kind of wraps up what we talked about this morning, um, and just really challenges us in uh, our intake of scripture, and just meditating on it. Um, and so um, we're going we're gonna to end there. Um, the, can we go to the discussion questions, Rose? Let's see. Well, here, I can just read them. They're in your, um, in your handouts. Um, and so you'll talk about these in your groups, but it just says, um, 
what has been your experience with scripture memory and meditation in the past? Um, do you feel like scripture memory or meditation is important for your life? Uh, why or why not? Um, what are some techniques you've used for scripture memory or meditation um, that have worked for you? And then the last one, um, what are some areas of your life uh, that your mind needs to be renewed in? And what is one verse you could memorize this week that would help in this area? Um, so I think number four is probably the most important question. And I think um, what better time than now to start um, memorizing scripture? And um, so I would really encourage you to start this week, even um, just pick one verse and uh, kind of start there. And um, uh, well, one other resource that I didn't mention, there's um, topical, it's like a topical scripture memory system um, through the navigators. And um, so actually, little competition right now, um, I have one for free. Is there someone that wants it? Okay. Yes, so I will give that to you after, after this time. So um, and it's just really neat. It has like little scripture memory cards and they're perforated and you just, um, you can tear them out and it has like a little pouch with like a clear sleeve and so you can carry it around with you. It'll fit in your wallet and, um, and it gives you um, just verses to memorize because that's sometimes like we talked about earlier, where to even start. And so it kind of goes by topic, the different verses in each topic. And um, that's been very, very helpful for me. We've used that on a lot of my summer beach projects as well and with students on the campus. And um, it's just a very practical tool, very helpful. So, um, okay, well, I will pray for us and then you can break into your small groups. So, um, Heavenly Father, God, I just thank you for who you are. I thank you for just your goodness, and um, God, I just think about how big you are, and how mighty, and how powerful, um, but yet, God, you've chosen to reveal yourself to us, and to make yourself known to us. Um, God, you've given us your word. You want to speak to us, and you want us to know you, and so I just pray, Lord, that we would really take advantage of this opportunity, um, just to memorize your word, to hide it in our hearts. Um, God, would you just give us the capacity, um, give us the mental capacity and strength, um, endurance and perseverance uh, to memorize scripture, to meditate on it. God, would you just give us focus of mind? Uh, would you allow us to just be intentional um, and to really engage with you? Uh, God, I know my tendency sometimes is to want to um, not engage. I'm, I'm engaged all day and the last thing I want to do is engage with something else, but um, God, just really thankful that engaging with you and your word is refueling and not exhausting, and so I pray that you would even just revive our souls, that you would even just strengthen us and empower us through your word, um, and I know that you will be faithful to the promises that you've given us. Um, you say that if we um, hide your word in our hearts, that it, we will not sin against you, and so I pray that we would just really um, guard our hearts and our minds with your word and just really allow it to penetrate our hearts. Um, and so I pray for these women and I pray for myself. I pray that you would just even show them what verses you want them to memorize. And I pray for their children. Um, God, I pray that you would give them wisdom and discernment as they're raising um, their children um, and just allow them to trust trust you with their lives and um, 
God, would you just raise up their children to be men and women who honor and glorify you, and would you use their children to advance your kingdom, God, um, and to bring glory to your name. And so I thank you for these women and just the hard work that they put in day in and day out. Um, God, I know it can be exhausting at times, um, but I just pray for refreshment, Lord. I pray for just revival of their souls. I pray that they could just look to you for hope, um, for strength, and um, for sanity, and God, just for stability. Um, And so I lift them up to you, and thank you for your word and for who you are, um, and just pray all these things in your name. Um, Amen.